Christopher Amandog Russo, and you're listening to the Howard Stern Show, featuring today's guest, Christopher Amandog Russo. Take it away, Howard. He's going to be on fire today. Listen <laughs> to Mad Dog. I love it. Hey now. Hey yeah. Now. Motherfucker. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hey bad. Mm, motherfucker. Ooh. I'm laughing because I'm now checking your hair to see how the ants are. Oh, don't ask. Hey, by the way, before I forget, Rob Zombie has a new album out. I, oh, he does? I, I have it on vinyl. Really? Have it on, yeah, he sent it to me on vinyl. Do you but have I don't anything have to, to play vinyl no. on? No. So maybe I'll give it to Fla Fla Flow High. But I don't know. Are you a Rob Zombie fan, Fla Fla? Hmm. Guess not. He's still sleeping. I don't know. Sleep. He's asleep. He'll wake up in a yeah. Dulo Buki Buki Just going out on the street and just going out on the street and having people uh try to say Delabate is a whole radio Gary show. Can... Yeah. We just show them Gary's name, and then they just have to say it, and it's beautiful. Well, the, it's like these people can't even read. There's no C's no. and S's or anything in Gary's name. Well, they must be able to read a little bit. I mean, they got the Dell part. <laughs> After that, if you put three or more letters together, <laughs> they're they're lost. Gary Delabicio is sort of reading. Gary Delabicio. No, that's improvising. That's what that is. But how did he get the Dell part? He must read something. I think three letters, they're good. If you go right. beyond that. Uh, Gary Delabicio. Everybody gets the Dell. <laughs> I was saying Rob Zombie sent me the the uh, vinyl, vinyl <clears throat> disc of his new album, but I don't have a record player. Do you want it? Sure. I would yeah. take it. No, yeah, of course. Thank you. Would you like Beautiful. a record player? No, I don't want a record player. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. It. I don't. I don't like. What, does it. he have one lying around? <laughs> no, but I would get. I, I know a good one to get, Howard. I would get him a when good record one. players were the thing. You know, when that's all you had to listen to music on. I hated them then. They were horrible. It, everything was bad. The records would warp. This whole fascination with, you know, that technology of past is just awful because it wasn't perfected it was just it was imperfect it was horrible i mean i can't tell you how many times i get a record and it was warped or or my or record player somehow or something i mean sometimes i take them right out of the package and the records would be warped and but you uh, had to be so careful even if they came out perfectly it was yeah. ridiculous oh horrible and I have horrible flashbacks to handling vinyl at radio stations where i was you know the dj and you had to be careful with the records. I didn't have time to be careful with the records. It was me alone in a studio trying to segue these songs together for the audience. And it was a lot. It was very nerve wracking, quite frankly. It was the worst part of radio for me, all the technical bullshit. And what about when the cut, you know, we went to albums and the cut was in the middle of the record. Oh, oh please. And you had to try to figure that out. And you're queuing it up. And if you're nervous, if it's your first day on the air, your hands are shaking. You can't even, I couldn't even get the record down without my hand shaking. I mean, vinyl is just a piece of shit. See, Howard, I think for you, your hatred of vinyl comes from, comes from that. Meaning you never had the opportunity to just 
use it as a consumer. It was your job, and no, you equate it with that. I'm in high school. I had a record player in my room. It was a piece of garbage. The music was horrible on it. Had a, it had an inferior needle. It, I wouldn't have millions of dollars. Couldn't buy some elaborate sound system. It was this little tiny record player that had two side speakers that you could detach. Right. And it sucked. It just sucked. You know, my, my iPhone has better sound quality now. Anyway, Rob's new album is called The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. It's his first Billboard number one album. It's a very, very good album. I listened to it digitally. So uh, I did not get to experience it on vinyl. So is this a solo album, not a White Zombie? No, White Zombie's over. It's Rob. Rob Rob doesn't need those guys. Rob was White Zombie. He doesn't need that bullshit. He's (laughs) He's not going under that moniker anymore. No, I mean, he still has musicians and he has a band, but he's just like, he's Rob Zombie. You know? But I was just saying, there's no pretense that there's a band no rob's like fuck you <laughs> rob does a really cool thing on the new album i mean he's been doing it his whole career but uh he has a lot more of it he mixes these weird clips i guess they're movie clips of monster movies into the music and sometimes i go is he making that stuff up or is he getting actual clips from movies because i don't know monster movies all that well but i mean all of a sudden you're listening and it's like some you know, guy talking about chopping up a woman or or a woman talking about revenge on a guy or or just some monster kind of bullshit. And he mixes it in and it's really good. It's eerie. It's his thing. Well, he loves I, horror, yes. But like I'll be with Rob in my house and I've had him over as a guest for a weekend and stuff. He's a totally normal guy. But I don't know what's floating around in his fucking head when he's not with me. Well, what's I mean, wrong with liking horror films? No, I mean, he, it's dark what's going on in that boy's head. <laughs> I mean, there's some crazy shit. But then I'll call him every once in a while. I'll talk to him. And, you know, he's talking about his days as a bike messenger. And, uh, you know, and you're like, oh, okay. Rob's totally normal. Then you see you him. like and revenge he, movies. Do I think something dark is going on in your head? Yeah, but I don't play it here on the show. I'll be <laughs> locked up. You don't mix it in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Rob is a good man, and he's got a new album out. I thought I'd give him a little plug. Yeah, getting back to me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yesterday, man, what a day I had. I told you, I was besieged by ants in my bathroom. My bathroom. I have a ba- I have my own bathroom. You know, I'm a celebrity. I have my own bathroom. Well, I have my well, own bathroom. Well, you're a celebrity. <laughs> that's what you are also you live alone like beth has a bathroom and i have a bathroom and my bathroom is a place of of great uh great privacy for me you know and mm-hmm. all of a sudden when the ants started attacking him but when i'm saying ants attacked i mean i would go to the bathroom and i'd be covered in ants and i don't even know where they were, they were. it's like they were flying through the air and attacking me i mean it was crazy <laughs> flying ants yeah, I swear. But they weren't flying. But I mean, all of a sudden, I looked down at my arm and they'd be like, how did they, they possibly everywhere. get on me? Yeah, yeah. But how did they get on me? You know, and I didn't even know where they were coming from. They were all over the floor. And I'm stepping on them because I go into my bathroom barefoot. I'm not wearing shoes. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or socks I'm wearing. And then I look at my socks and there's dead ants all over them. And <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And they came on out of nowhere. Like, whoa. There were little tiny ants, too. It was disgusting. Like, all of a sudden, I'd feel something tickling my arm, and I'd go, you're being paranoid, you asshole. And then I'd look down, and there'd be a little ant trapped in my hairs on my arms like it was a forest. Right. And I'm like, you little fuck, get out of there. 
And then you start, everything you feel might be an ant, right? Yeah. So then you're hitting yourself and yeah, wiggling you. around. Well, you know, everybody was very nice. They got on the air yesterday with me and they were giving me their remedies. Go buy this. It works in two days. I didn't have two days. I don't have two days. <laughs> we brought in a professional killer. Yes, assassin. emergency. Emergency. <laughs> yeah, we brought in a guy yesterday. This guy showed up at 10 o'clock in the morning. He was up there for about, I don't know, 20 minutes. He killed those motherfuckers dead. I mean, they were, you couldn't find them. I don't know yeah, what well, he did. I told you, anytime I see something, I just tell Captain Dennis and they disappear. Yeah. So I know we have our own killers. <laughs> we had, uh, I, I had the John Wick of ants here. I mean, <laughs> this guy came in. <laughs> I didn't even meet with him. I was still, you know, wrapping up the show. But he came in. But you in. don't have somebody who regularly comes in. Well, with COVID, we don't have anyone that comes in. So that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, but you never. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. We let everything slide. And plus, we're super weird with stuff because we have cats you have cats you know and we're always like oh we don't want anything you know to get into the cats and because they're on the floor and blah 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 so but according to my guy this stuff he goes don't worry this has nothing to do with you it's not going to affect you at all you know it's not what they told all the workers down at 9-11 don't worry go down there you don't need a well, they always say that that's right go yeah, into right. that mine nothing <laughs> yeah. will happen. Uh, they said you wait an hour let the stuff dry whatever it is and then um yeah. So I waited the hour. You know me. I'm super paranoid. I'm walking around my house like holding my nose because I'm afraid. You, it's gonna... you didn't put on a mask. You know? uh, no, but <laughs> no. But but uh, those ants were gone. I was like, wow, this is awesome. And, you know, the, the guy explained it. Some stuff they use. They even use it in like meat packing plants and stuff. So because it's so non-toxic just to ants. I don't understand how that all works. Like I always the did something that kills. <laughs> the ants, the ants know to die, but people don't. I don't know. I don't buy the whole thing, but I don't care. I mean, even last night, Beth and I are laying in bed watching American Idol. I understand it was like those basketball finals and stuff. I, I just found yeah, out March this morning. Madness was ending. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know that. That's how little of a man I am. And, uh, so we're laying in bed and I, I said to my wife, Jesus, I, I feel like there are ants all over me. And she goes, I do too. I'm scratching everywhere. I go, yeah, listen, we turned on the lights. We looked, there were all, there were no ants. It was just, we were having pee. We were having like flashbacks. Right. To the ants. Uh, but I went in there all night. You couldn't find an ant. They just, they got the no message. white, uh, sock, uh, tree, uh, test. No, uh, no, no, you no. Know, you got out of there without any ants on your feet. It's just clean as a whistle. <laughs> you should have seen. I was so happy. It's like, fuck you, ants. Scumbags. Like, stay outside where you're supposed to be. Not in my house. But uh, we had our own little ant holocaust going on right in my apartment. Me yeah, my, you, my you're bathroom. A, you genocided those ants. They don't exist anymore. Right. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> God knows where they were coming in from. The guy says he thinks that they come in around like the toilets and the the pipes, the sinks, Ew. you know, they can get in through there. It's not a window situation. So who knows? It's not a hole in the wall. They find, You know what it is? Nature finds a way to destroy everything. In other words, we're not supposed to be here with our houses and our technology. That, that Nature wants to reduce everything to just rubble. 
Well, those ant, that was probably an ant crossing where you built your house. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, you know what? This guy's an asshole. Let's go get him. And they tried, but they lost. They lost. They tried. They're like, you took over our land. It's like uh, the Palestinians and the Israelis. It's like, you know, the ants are like, you, you just took our territory. And I'm like, well, I need somewhere to live. Sorry. Where do you want me to go? The moon? What's the matter with you, ants? But um, who knows? This is, this, this is the history of mankind. We move in and somebody else gets moved out, right? That's This is a gentrification for ants. They have to get used mm-hmm. to the idea that they don't own this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you got a million places to go, ants. Just stay out of my house. You're just not here. You're not welcome here anymore. Yeah. I said to them, hear ye, hear ye, and <laughs> get out of my bathroom. <laughs> I understand why ants would show up at like Richard's house or JD's house. But my house? I don't think so. Not going to happen. <laughs> no, you know, I have I... this policy with insects. It's like, I won't bother you if you don't bother me. Yeah. But the moment you get on me, you have to die. Yeah, right. <laughs> Me too. I even rescue insects. Insects. Yeah, sometimes. I will lead one out of right. the window if somebody, you know, like a fly gets into the house. I'll try to open up everything so it can get out. Yeah, me too. But if it lights on me, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. The ants. I just said, you know what? I don't feel bad about killing them at all. At all. <laughs> I'm so happy they're dead, gone. Well, they were only going to be more of a problem. They were never going to cooperate. Oh, no. Oh, no. They they loved my bathroom. I don't know why. There's no food in there. I, maybe they were eating the toothpaste. I don't know what they were doing. But they loved it. And they loved laughing at me <laughs> and taking over. Like, I, at night, I'd go into the pish. And the next thing I know, I'm, like, covered in ants. And then Beth even said, what I do is, you know, Beth does our laundry. So, like, I used to have a hamper and stuff. I, I I just take my laundry at night and I put it on the floor so that I remember in the morning to bring it into the washing machine. You know, I put it in the washing machine. Why should she have to do that? So she was all upset because I guess when my clothes were on the floor, not even in the bathroom, like outside of the bathroom, I put them in the, in the, in the, um, in the uh, laundry room. There were ants all over the place because they were all over my clothes. I'm I'm getting so, yeah, I'm getting skeeved out. Yeah. 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 Ants aren't cute. Like, there are insects that are cute. I've seen some cute insects that kind of you feel bad for, but I don't feel bad for ants. There's no reason for them. Well, I'm sure there is a reason for them, but I haven't figured it out. Well, there is. Like, when there are, like, <laughs> dead animals on the side of the road, they take care of it and they clean it up. It's nature's, you know, cleaning crew. I got it. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. No cleaning uh, needed here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I got a clean house. I don't need you in here cleaning. What are you cleaning? Uh, like, ladybugs are cute. You know what I mean? I, I, sure. I like them, but I'm not letting 10,000 of them in here. They're going to die. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my, my day yesterday. And then I, I zoomed with a nutritionist because, you know, my doctor told me my health isn't what it should be, that I'm not eating the right things, that I eat too much sugars. I go, I don't eat any sugar. I'm, I don't even have any fun. You and don't you, even know what sugar is. Every carbohydrate right. is a sugar. Yeah, yeah. They, they started explaining that to me. I go, well, I said, I eat a baked potato with nothing on it. They go, that's all sugar. Plenty sugar, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I go, 
I go, are you kidding me? You mean all the deprivation I go through, all the nonsense I eat is not even good for me? Potatoes. Yeah, I'm, I'm killing myself, evidently. So that was what was going on with this uh, illness viewers last week? Yeah, I got tested out and they said I need to up my game nutritionally, that I'm not getting enough. Listen to this. I'm not getting enough protein and I'm not getting enough fats. So I was like, you know, and then they start explaining good fat, bad fat. And I'm like, oh, oh, everything. Good, bad, bad, oh. bad. No, I <laughs> don't know what to <laughs> Ah, I just, uh, I, I just, I couldn't take it. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I eat the same thing almost every meal. I explained this to the nutritionist and she goes, no, you're eating all, you're eating the same thing and you're trying to be healthy, but you don't know what to eat. I said, listen to me. I'm like a person in the military. You just tell me what to eat. Write it down. Every meal, and I'll eat it. She goes, uh, well, you know, she's smart. She goes, listen, I don't work that way, genius. I'm going to tell you how to eat, and you'll figure out the meals. Yeah. But she was very helpful, very nice woman. And uh, this morning I amped up my, I had my yogurt, but now I have, I used to have zero fat yogurt for breakfast. Right. Now you know what I'm having? Five, like full yogurt with all the fat in it. Did you know that? Well, That's what uh, I'm you having. know, that dairy fat, I don't know about that. Yeah. She wasn't crazy about it either, but okay. I'm allowed to have that. <laughs> I said, listen, in the morning, I got to get down to the radio show. I just want something easy. I don't care that it's so. She got rid of my granola because that has sugar in it. Of course, it's all sugar. I used to, Robin, I measured it. I had two tablespoons. That was two tablespoons of sugar. Yep. <laughs> so that's gone. So now I have blueberries in there, you know, fruit with the fat yogurt and uh, my Metamucil, of course. Thank you. Uh, but now I take a handful of cashews and put those in my yogurt. And I got something in there, two tablespoons of chia seeds. You ever hear this? Chia yes, seeds. I never yes, heard of yes, this. Yes. Yeah. It's got some but kind of protein. you don't have to get that crazy to get, you know. I got it. Good I got crazy and all that. Now, Hey, seeds. I used to do that where you put them in there yeah. in don't your make refrigerator. Fun. They look like I don't know what that. They look like. like ants. They look like ants. <laughs> Everything looks like ants now. I, felt, I even looked closer. I said, "Are these moving? These chia seeds?" <laughs> and then uh, for lunch, I now have Tupperwares full of salad and veggies, and I had some salmon. But they're talking about I might have to start eating it chicken every once in a while i don't like eating birds well this eat- is what i was going to say i said now that you have had this epiphany and you don't want to eat meat you don't want to eat animal products this is part of your problem well no she got it figured out eggs are good i can have tofu that's animal product oh well that i eat i don't i'm not a vegan fuck that <laughs> i have fish and i mean i can't do that i don't know what these people are talking about i can't eat seven thousand pounds of beans to get some protein <laughs> I'm just not doing it. I'm a man. I'm a grown ass. I man. don't like beans. I could never do that. I love beans, but you know what? I, I'm eating tons of beans. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, you know, I'm having uh, vegetables and stuff, and then I have some for protein. I'm having uh, tofu. I'm having tofu. That's evidently good. Uh, that is not got... good for everyone. Uh, you know, you're you're giving this information out. Tofu, especially for women, can be a problem. No, uh, I'm no woman. I don't even want to become a woman. <laughs> you might. You know, it's full of estrogen. Yeah. I oh, just want to tell you. And you want to know what? I got titties now. I'm not kidding. I'm like a B cup. I got there you titties. go. 
But I don't know if it was psychological or what, but uh, for two days now, I've been eating what the nutritionist told me. And I was like, I was very virile. I said to Beth, listen, bang a clock. Let's go. <laughs> she goes, what? I, I go, come on. She goes, give me 40 minutes. She had just done the hydro. She is an animal on that hydro. She did two 30-minute sessions on that hydro. Wow. Yeah. I said, you know what? You're putting all this work into your body. Let me see what's doing. Give yourself 40 minutes. Let's get in the bedroom and see what's happening. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if it's my new diet or what, but she said I banged like a teenager yesterday. Two days, was, Howard. Two days of two those days? These fucking chia seeds. They got me pumped. <laughs> <laughs> but I was self-conscious about my body. I have let things go, you know. It's been harder and harder to work out. I mean, I have a sexy chest now, but it's a woman's chest. I, <laughs> I was in planning on that. <laughs> so I said to the nutritionist, you want me to write down everything I eat and I'll send it to you? And you, she goes, well, do you want to do that? And I go, no. She goes, well, then don't do it. What are you doing? Don't make yourself tortured. This is a very uh, laissez-faire kind of yeah. Uh, nutritionist. Yeah. It was helpful, though. It was helpful. So was your blood sugar high? Is that what was going on? There was a lot going on. Yeah. Everything's got to be straightened out. I'm straightening everything out. Right. I'm on it. You know, I don't you have any fun in anymore. Every way, huh? She would say to me, do you drink? I go, no, I haven't had a drink in years. Do you, uh, you know, you drink coffee? No, they took me off that too. Cause oh, I go, uh, you can't find anything wrong. Potato is killing me. Evidently. I tried to tell you that, you know, you told me you, had this situation and, and you were eating potatoes. And I was like, well, you know, you said they were good for you. There's nothing left, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here like, but anyway, I got a plan you now. You were just saying the other day, what was it yesterday? You said, I ought to just let go and just do whatever I want. Uh, but it's not. not time yet. <laughs> but, uh, she said, once in a while, I have a piece of my protein bread. I was like, really? I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it out. She goes, no, no, you can have that once in a while. I, I go, I want you black know what? or white. It was interesting because I asked you about that protein bread a while back, and you told me what it was. I was like, why does he call this protein bread? That's, what they, that's the name of it. It says protein bread. Yeah. I'm looking for the protein in that bread. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, just eat what I tell you to eat. Meanwhile, whatever I told you to eat, don't eat. Have a don't eat it. Don't even eat. Don't even listen to me. Don't even. Don't even bother. If you go, hey, I wonder what Howard's eating. Just hang up the phone. <laughs> protein bread's now like my ice cream. Okay. That's dessert. I bought this loaf of uh, protein bread, thinking I was buying something good. Now it's just, it's just like. You should. Eat, you could have that once in a while. This protein bread's going to last me my entire new five-year contract. <laughs> <laughs> I could have a little, a little hunk of it. But uh, today I got my lunch all planned out. Well, yeah. Three eggs, three eggs and vegetables. I'm, I, I, <laughs> what? I'm going to make an omelet. What are, you're going to make an omelet? Oh, because yeah. I was just like, what are you talking about? Two whole eggs, an egg white. And uh, vegetables, and I could even throw some smoked salmon in there. So, because I got to get up to 100 grams of protein. Why are you taking out the one yolk? I do what she says. <laughs> I do what she says. I don't ask why. I just, I even said, I don't want to know why. Don't even tell me why. Just write down what I should eat. 
Why not just have two eggs? Yeah. Why do you have to she have said, the third one? Come here. I'll explain <laughs> it to you in private. <laughs> Call me after the show. I'll tell you why. I have I guess no he idea. I want you why. to have three ounces of protein at every right. meal. <laughs> you don't even Once. ask questions. I'm trying to nope. figure this out. No, all I say, I, she started to explain things, and she goes, do you have any questions? I said, I'm not hearing you. Just write down what I should eat. <laughs> write out the whole meal, and I'll eat it. When I got done, I realized John McCain, when he was in Vietnam, ate better. In he that he came out of the tiger cage in better shape than you. He came out ripped. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading some article in the Daily Mail this morning before I came down. I was fascinated by it. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger has kids with Maria Shriver, but then he's got the kid with the maid. Yes. You know, the one that we, he fucked up, he fucked the maid, and he had a kid. I mean, not only did he fuck the maid, he fucked her without a rubber. Crazy. but Well, you okay. know, he was in a frenzy, I thought. Yeah. He yeah. saw her and just had to have her. <laughs> that, that guy is such a man. I, I swear to God. Arnold. He must Arnold's be like, eating chia seeds. <laughs> yeah, oh, he must be eating them by that fistful. Mm, chia seeds, good. He, <laughs> I mean, he's so virile that he just fucks whatever he sees. and I love it's to like fuck. like a caveman. He's hardly yeah. civilized. Yeah. I, I'm not civilized. I'm like a caveman. I, I fuck what I want. And he, he, like he sees a woman down by the rocks, you know, cleaning laundry and fuck, put dick in. <laughs> but I was reading this article. I was fascinated by it. Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger, who's one of the boys from, um, from Maria. The, the Maria, it was going on a hike with the son from the maid. They, oh, the really? first time the, the paparazzi caught them together, actually being friends. So the two half-brothers got together, and they go to the gym now and work out together. You see the gym? The gym cure everything. <laughs> but He couldn't get Maria into the gym, but <laughs> no. the kids are in the gym. But isn't that something like every, everything with That's Arnold beautiful. has worked out? Yeah, it's all worked out in the gym. I'm you want to glad join? because I felt for that boy. Who was now the like you know the reason yeah. the mom was leaving and right. you know, that could be a ha- a heavy burden between Arnold's, siblings. Arnold's a good guy though, you know, like he like kind of he he fathered that kid and he actually took an interest in his life and they get together. You're acting I follow, like that's a hero's move. That's well, what you're supposed to do. I follow I follow this whole saga on the Daily Mail. They have pictures of every time uh, Arnold's at the gym with his son, <laughs> the, the the son from the maid. And uh, Joseph, his name's Joseph. It's Patrick and Joseph. Yeah. Maybe it's Joseph. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I, I like to follow that and everything's, and, and, and everything works out for Arnold. He doesn't worry about anything. You know what I mean? Like, if I know my kids would be livid if I fucked the maid and had a, uh, baby you know they'd be like my girls would never talk to me they'd be they, upset. i was gonna say are they hanging out with their new sister <laughs> no no of course not i don't know arnold's just like oh, everybody will be fine i fuck whatever happens happens One and everyone happy family well yeah right what's the problem you know <laughs> i the love guys like that my dad's like that my dad was like you know you have a problem he didn't care like you know fuck you what's the problem what's the problem <laughs> you you fucked the maid and now I have a half brother. So so what? You know, it was it just doesn't matter. 
Like like Sal's dad. New kids keep showing up every single year. He was on a fucking spree like there's no tomorrow. And from what I can tell, he's still got his wife. He's got Sal in his life. He's got everybody loves him. Nothing's happening bad to him. He was wasn't he going to Italy and having different families? Yeah. Like part of the year, his wife would let him go off. And everybody loves him. See what I mean? Uh, Mad Dog Russo will be my guest. Maybe he can explain it. Mad Dog, yeah. Mad Dog has an opinion on anything. I like that guy. I love him. Mad Dog's so funny. He has a um, theory on why I haven't had him on in a long time. And, you know, it's so funny. I I love Mad Dog as a guest. I just think he's great, and I I have a lot I want to ask him. But his theory is that Sour Shoes does such a great impression of Mad Dog that he feels that we don't have Mad the real Mad Dog on because we've we've had him on so much as Sour Shoes. What? And and that is absolutely you know people have such an absurd notion of how I do the show. Like yesterday, Rappaport goes, "You haven't evidently was supposed to insult me," according to Gary. I I wasn't insulted. He goes, "You haven't spoken about Brent since he left the show." I was like, oh, is that supposed to be a knock? And Gary goes, yeah, that's what people write on the Internet about you. You People leave the show and you don't talk about them. I go, of course they don't talk about them. It's a show business. You know, You know, nowadays, because there are podcasts and everybody's podcasting and on the radio, everybody now thinks they know how to do radio. They know how to do talk. They know how to do. But you've never gone on a radio station and had to get ratings. It's nonsense what you're doing, sitting in your house with your podcast. No one's listening to it. No one gives a fuck. Podcasts, I, I listen, I try to listen to some of them. I, I, I got the podcast app. And it's a lot of people talking to other people who aren't really that interesting. They're bores. They're fucking bores. But no one tells them they're bores. Let me tell you how I found out if I was a bore or not. You know, I found out the ratings would come out. <laughs> and if the ratings sucked, it meant I sucked. I meant I wasn't purposeless. There was I better no reason. do something different. Yeah, I better fucking pull my pants off and fart on, on, on MTV. <laughs> you know, that. how do you think you find out? The, the world of podcasting reminds me of these people who coddle their children. It's like, oh, honey, everything you do is great. You took a shit, it's great. I'll take a picture and send it to grandma. Everything you do isn't great. That's why podcasts suck. I listen to them. You can't get through. You know what you do? You fast forward. You try. When you got on the radio years ago, you couldn't fast forward. There was no fast forward. They turned you off if you were a bore. That's it. Game over. So not everybody had a show. I mean, nowadays, everyone has a show. No one's listening to it, but they have a show. You haven't even figured out the, the whole clubhouse scene yet. Clubhouse is a bunch of people just getting into a room and a couple of people are talking about something. Yeah. And, and people are going wild for it. And you have to be invited and all this other crap. I tuned in for one second. I said, I hate this. And, and I, you know, and sometimes I still have that stupid app on my phone and I hmm. accidentally hit it and wind up in some room with somebody droning on about something and I'm out of there immediately. But I'll give you advice. If you really want to be, you know, get a big audience, you got to still go on regular radio, build a crowd around you. Then you can podcast. 
if you have a if you have fame and you have an audience, then you can go have a podcast because you could monetize it and make some money, you know. But I don't listen. I don't listen to anybody on the internet. Gary goes. That's what they say about you on the internet. You don't talk about Brent because he left the show. I go. First of all, I was on America's Got Talent. Remember that for four years. The day I left, what do you think they get on there every week now and with Simon Cowell? They talk about me. <laughs> Why do you think they don't do that? What do you think they know something you don't know? You idiot. The reason they don't talk about me on America's Got Talent, they don't want to say to their audience. Gee, remember the good old days when Howard Stern was here? Or remember when Howard did this? Remember when Howard did that? They're moving on. They're moving forward with the show. The audience has a mass psychology. You tell an audience, hey, this guy left. They go, oh, the show's no good. That guy left. All they can think about is who left. They don't think about who's there. They think about who left. <laughs> they don't sit there on America's Gonna Talent reminding people I left. That's it. I'm history. I'm gone. They haven't shown a clip on me on that show. Wisely, they don't want to do that. They're trying to sell the four people they got on there. But in the age of the podcast, in the age of the bullshit and the nonsense, and everybody thinks you're so fucking interesting, you think you're supposed to do? You gotta, you gotta manipulate the audience. You gotta make sure that they're being entertained. You gotta get ratings. You gotta get subscribers. This is radio. Not fucking sitting in your house pretending to be on the radio. It's a business. Sometimes it reminds me of some of those dinner parties you get stuck in. Right. Your table mate is the worst. (laughs) They're droning on in your ear and you can't get away. Don't listen to the noise of the Internet. I listen to the morons who sit and comment on my show. They don't know what's in my brain. They don't. They haven't had a career for over 40 years. They don't have a clue. They're sitting at home living with their parents in a basement somewhere writing about me. Use your fucking head. But more and more, you know, this all of these generations, the generations from baby boomers on have been introduced to their on television too, or their on radio too, or their singers too, because of karaoke and all of this other right. stuff. They're so entertaining. And now there's outlets for them so they can actually put themselves on yeah and back in the day listeners couldn't get together and criticize you now with the internet (laughs) as soon as they invented that internet it was over they all get together and and decide what's wrong with the show what's right with the show why would you listen you start listening any great artist if you listen to the masses you will never ever ever be successful well great artists can't because they hear too much on in their own heads that's That's what they're trying to get out it is unbelievable. Let's say good morning to Alan, who uh, is calling from Alaska. Look at this guy. What's the temp in Alaska? Hey, uh, I'm always assuming it's cold, but there must be a summer. Hey, now. We're, um, hey, now. Actually, I said, uh, Alan, what, is, what is the temperature in Alaska? Do you hear me? Hey, now. I do hear you. It is about 45. Okay. That's not horrible. But is no. that summer? That's the question. <laughs> is that summer? summer? Is that summer? No, it's it's spring. It's spring. All right. Is it, by the way, we were asking this: is the word Eskimo an insult? Actually, we're on the southeast panhandle, so we're more Alaska native up north. 
up on the anterior is Eskimo and um, a different type of uh, natives of uh, Alaska. Uh, forget, is that forget, a bad word? Let, let's not ask any more questions. I'm not okay. getting any answers here. Let Alan make a statement, and then we'll move on. Go ahead, Alan. The floor is yours. I don't. I, it's very difficult to have a conversation with you. Which was more ridiculous of Robin, playing the bagpipes or tap dancing? Oh, that's an easy one. Bagpipes. Well, you know, Robin every once in a while make a rele- uh, revelation on the show. <laughs> And, uh, you know, there was a time when Robin was taking tap dancing lessons. I remember that. But more outrageous. The other day she goes, I was going to study the bagpipes. Now, now <laughs> where, what the hell? What? I, I didn't even, I didn't flinch. I don't, I learned my lesson. I just go, oh, that's nice. Okay. Thank you. You know, <laughs> what could that With be? With those G cups, can she tap dance? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, with those G-cups, can she play the bagpipes? Because it's already like carrying around bagpipes. <laughs> All right, get out of here, Alan. You're a maniac. Bagpipes. Imagine you walking around. Imagine you took oh, the Oh, I bagpipe. wish I had done it. <laughs> but, but, but imagine and you took it And every year on those parade days, I could get out there and do my thing. But imagine you took it up, and it turns out you're the greatest bagpipe player of all time in history. And now you're on tour. And everyone's right. coming to see you. The People are pipe. asking me to be on their albums. We got uh, right. Robin for the bagpipes. <laughs> Rob Zombie's calling you. <laughs> and you've got the full outfit with the oh, no panties. The and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never, ever shocked anymore with what Robin uh, is studying or into. Uh, the other day she calls me up and she goes, you ever see in the circus when they spin those plates? You know? <laughs> I go, yeah. I'm going to start doing that. I say, okay, all right. Well, I once did. You know how they used to come on the Ed Sullivan show? Those yeah. people, and they had water in glasses. Yes. And then and they, they would, would play a song. And it was great. It was better than the Beatles. I Some would go into the kitchen and get out the glasses. Yeah. Good for you, Robin. <laughs> See, nothing shocks me about you. Uh, by the way, uh, Seth Rogen, you know, I wish in a way I had invested in this company. Seth Rogen is officially a titan of weed. He's got. Do you really um, think you wanted to be a part of the weed business? You know, I don't. Um, I I don't want anything. I don't want to profit off of um, substance. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a guy. Again, I told you, I'm for the legalization of all drugs. I believe we're all adults. You got to regulate yourself. I know some people have trouble with uh, substance and stuff, but you can't regulate it. People people will find it, then a black market occurs, and it leads to a lot of society's ills. When you legalize this stuff, I was reading about some country, you know you always read about some country, they have they have legalized all drugs. and Hortism, they were saying, I think, really. Was that just, it? Yeah. yeah. And evidently, there's only been like two overdoses in the last 10 years or so. You know, in other words, all of the, uh, horrible things we think about with legalized drugs. It's all bullshit. It's not true. Yes, there are addicts, and yes, there, but there are addicts anyway. They'd be drunk or high on something. That's it. So, so I don't personally want to. I, I don't. I don't have any problem with people who are in the weed business or the alcohol business or anything. I mean, that's that's a business. 
But uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be into that. But Seth Rogen just looks like he's having so much fucking fun, and he's so into that weed and the weed and the and and, and now he's making uh, the weed. Evidently, I looked into this. Cost sixty dollars for an eighth. It comes in these cool-looking metal boxes. They have three strains, Diablo, Wind, Pancake, Ice, and Pink Moon. But where they're really cashing is, he makes these high-end lighters for like 250 bucks. And evidently, people want to be like Seth, you know, because they like They have whole, a whole lifestyle. So they have the special lighter, right. the special ashtray, yes. and the whole thing. Even is selling vinyl. In other words, he's got an album you buy. That goes along with your high. Oh. Like there's one album called Diablo Wind. There's a Pancake Ice album. And there's a Pink Moon album. And it's music to get high to. I wonder who's on these albums. Did he make the music himself or has he got bands or something on these albums? I don't know what's going on. But <laughs> evidently, you know, evidently it's all sold out already. All the music is gone. Everything's gone. As of right now, the lighters, the ashtrays, and the records are all sold out. Yeah. Well, good for and him. The, and now he's got a whole website. He even, he even gives out weed advice, like how to use weed appropriately. Well, I know every time he comes in here, he he says there are rules. Yeah, here, listen know, to this. To actually enjoying it. In many ways, cannabis is unlike anything on the planet, full of mystery and plunder. In other ways, cannabis is exactly like a lot of things on the planet, in that not everyone requires the same amount for it to work properly. If you don't ingest cannabis regularly or have not ingested cannabis in a while, you may prefer less cannabis than you'd think. So we have some advice. Start slow. Take one hit, and by hit we mean deep inhale of cannabis. Then get your phone or egg timer and set an alarm for 15 minutes. When your timer goes off, see how you feel. If you're not excruciatingly tired or having a panic attack, maybe have another hit. Or don't. <laughs> Better to underdo it than overdo it. Oh Nobody's doing that. Can you imagine? Set an egg timer for 15 minutes. That's Funny, stupid. Like if I really started to do that, I would really question my sanity. <laughs> Well, you know, in high school, I used to, I take a hit and I go, this shit isn't working. Then I take another hit. I go, it's still not working. Then I take a third hit. Uh-oh, now I'm in trouble. sit around in a circle and whenever this joint came around, you took a hit. That's what yeah. you did. And then I got so fucked up, I never smoked weed again. <laughs> hey, am I, am I going to have a, a make-believe conversation with Seth Rogen or not? Guess not. All right. Sure. Yeah, you can. I can. Yep, we got him here. Put him up right Who's now. that? God. That's the voice in my head. Let me try this out. Here's a mogul, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Let's, I'm going to ask him a couple of questions. What's going on, Seth? You there? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh is amazing. I got to tell you something. I was feeling bad for you. You're you're like the CEO of a big weed company now. I'm thinking soon you won't be able to get high because you're going to have to be responsible. You got a whole bunch of employees and 
Yeah, no, that. weed is work. <laughs> it's it's not fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, t- you're sucking all the fun out. In a sense, you know, now that exactly, weed is kind of... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, now that weed is legal, I would think in a way it was more fun when it was illegal. You know what I mean? Now it's like, it's not that it's got it doesn't have that mystery you know what i mean exactly exactly uh it's like uh hey howard hang on one second okay yeah and there's like a bird that just flew in my room or something hold on one second i'm gonna mute you okay okay (laughs) 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 sorry about that (laughs) you were saying yeah. So tell me, how how are you? What, what I mean, what's I mean? It seems like you're I'm the man. Good. You know, you're... I'm good. I'm, I'm chilling out. I'm, I'm writing. Uh, I'm working on my pottery. <laughs> I smoke <laughs> pot. I make ceramic pots. <laughs> I love pot. <laughs> pots of all sorts. Yeah, you know, you uh, really happy do. Almost four twenty day <laughs> for those who celebrate. <laughs> You know, I got to tell you, I was watching you and I was like kind of envious. I really do wish I could try your pot, but it gets me too paranoid. I've got weed for paranoia. <laughs> it's witchy, itchy, kitcheny. <laughs> it's a sativa strain, minimal THC. <laughs> you smoke this shit and you get nice and chill. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, but if you get too high, I've got weed for that too. <laughs> Morning dew. <laughs> dew is weed spelled backwards. <laughs> it's a part sour diesel. <laughs> Part blue dream, one dab of this shit, and boom, shakalaka, <laughs> back to normal. <laughs> I got to tell you, you're like the, uh, you're like the Elon Musk of cannabis. I'll tell you that. You, you really. I've got weed for literally any problem you have. <laughs> you really understand all the science behind weed, right? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's simple. <laughs> I start with a hydroponic white widow and then splice it with a strain of northern lights that I grew outside. You put them together and boom, <laughs> you're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the stoniest thing about weed is something called the correlation coefficiency theory. <laughs> it's hilarious. It allows the THC to identify whether two variables relate in a monotonic function (laughs) and you know what happens after that (laughs) what you get really fucking high (laughs) it's pretty basic (laughs) i wonder if you could invent a weed that like i've always wanted to be a great guitar player like eddie van halen like you should invent a weed that gives you the powers of eddie van halen can you invent something like that I've got the perfect weed for that. It's called Fender Blender. It's a blend of Golden Goat and Maui Wowie, which are both known for boosted creativity. It won't make you good, but it will make you think you're good. It's what the guys in Fish smoke. And they fucking suck. I wish you had a weed. that, Like when I'm having sex with my wife, I feel very self-conscious about my face. Because it's 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 very strange. Like I wish I wish you could invent a weed that would make me feel like I'm handsome. I, I I've got a perfect pot for that. <laughs> it's an actual pot. <laughs> you put it over your head, <laughs> and then nobody see, can see your fucking face. <laughs> it's metal. <laughs> it has a yeah. handle on it. <laughs> but now you need to invent a weed that makes makes me think my penis is bigger too. 
I, I've got weed for that too. <laughs> it's a micro dick dank. <laughs> you smoke this and you get the munchies so hard that you actually get a big fat belly and you never get to see your dick again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, you know but what about this whole, okay, what about this issue that you're, um, you know, you smoke weed and then you get so hungry. I don't want to get fat. I don't want a big belly. I, I've got weed for that, too. It's called Diesel Kaplan. <laughs> you stand next to Jason Kaplan when you smoke it, and you feel skinny. <laughs> wow. Well, you are like the Willy Wonka of weed. What can I tell you? You really are something. Uh, all right. Well, this was a good fake conversation, and I liked it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I made out with Charlize Theron. <laughs> that was a movie. Right. Right. You, you know yeah. what? I just I like think... to say that out loud sometimes. <laughs> it makes me feel better about myself. Uh, I made out with Charlize Theron. <laughs> it was really cool. You probably like, smoked really a... cool. You probably smoked weed and then said to yourself, "I know I'll make a movie where I fuck Charlize Theron." <laughs> I, exactly, exactly, exactly. And just pick somebody out of random. Charlize Theron. <laughs> I get to make out with her. <laughs> Uh, whoever <laughs> i can do that all the time <laughs> are you writing a movie about any other really hot women where you fuck them uh yes uh currently uh well this one <laughs> has not been reported on but emily radachowski and i may be <laughs> starring in something very soon <laughs> <laughs> and you will fuck her Oh, 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 yes, I will. <laughs> yes, yes. You know I, who I, I feel? Right, white rhino as well. <laughs> you know who I feel bad for? And I don't know how you feel about this. But I was thinking back, I don't know, I'm going to say 15 years ago, maybe, when um, a Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong got busted for selling bongs because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he sold them over uh, interstate. And the guy actually went to jail for selling bongs. And now here we're talking, Seth, about weed, about selling it. It's like Tommy Chong had, a, I think he did a year in jail over that. I think he did more. Yeah, Maybe. It's, 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 it's crazy. And now it's just completely legal and it's, uh, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Tommy's record will be expunged. I hope so. I do. I love the guy. You know, uh. Hey, this new movie with Emily Ratajkowski, where you fuck her, mm -hmm. is the I got a name for the movie. You want a suggestion? It, yeah. How's this for a title? Seth Rogen fucks Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Or better yet, Emily Ratajkowski fucks Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pal. All right. Anything else? Are, 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 did you get through your whole agenda? Congratulations on your company and all that stuff. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I made out with Charlize Theron. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to say that again one last time? It just makes me feel good. <laughs> I, I like to think about it. <laughs> uh -huh. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. There he is. Uh, by the way, the real Seth Rogen is booked to be on the show May 10th, where I actually will ask him some of these questions. Oh, and I'll bet you two or three of the answers will be similar. Just you know, say, he was right about the title. It should be Emily Ratajkowski fucks Seth Rogen. <laughs> right. You're right. I, I stand that corrected. makes it even more of a fantasy. I love it. I love it.
Oh, Tommy Chong spent nine months nine in federal months. prison. I was just looking it up. I thought it was more. Seems like selling, more to me. For selling bongs over the internet. Just crazy.